It's Eat, Drink, Talk. Yum, yummy. The wine is uncorked, the bourbon neat, the apps are on the table. And here comes the main course. Welcome to Eat, Drink, Talk. I'm Carolyn McLean alongside Rick Redding. And today is the first day of October and it is my favorite month. I love fall. It's October 1? It's October 1 today as we okay. record the show. It's sunny and a little crisp. I have the top down and the Jeep. And I am feeling every bit of October. It's my birthday month. Yeah. Woo-hoo. You turn 50 like your husband? I am not near 50. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not totally far off, but I. I mean, like this. I'll, I'll be 46. That's in the neighborhood. I'll be. It is in the if, neighborhood. If you round up. If you round off, you're 50. I'll be. This is October 12th, by the way. Okay. So you better put that on your calendar. I guess I should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you write it down? Yeah. yeah and 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 by the way, October 10th, I get something. to finally eat at uh, Italian table on Frankfurt. Oh. Gina's place, because that's where oh. we're doing the the Carolyn birthday dinner. How about that? Wow. Well, I didn't get my invite to that. So. <laughs> hey, you got to talk to Locke. He did the <laughs> invites. Um, I had a fabulous weekend. I want to hear what you did, but I finally got myself to Churchill Downs for Downs After Dark with the mm-hmm. bourbon and beets. It was the last meet of the season, and I actually uh, won a whopping $32 on a horse named Hot Springs. Hot Springs, all right, yeah. which is in... Uh, which reminds you of your upcoming vacay coming up. So uh, it's all about you. Uh, right? this, this show is going to be all about me. <laughs> Everybody just relax. Go get a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. Or if you're on the health kick, a water with lemon and sit back. This is the Carolyn podcast. Okay. Well, Tell uh, me what you did well, this weekend oh, it's a, with, with with Lady Love. It's so, it's so boring. Well, she, she's still not able to go to the uh, to, 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 to many places Um because for foot surgery. So I went to the uh, uh, football game, which was a disaster. But uh, the only sort of interesting thing about that is uh, I got it to leave like halfway through the fourth quarter. We had the ball. We were running out the clock. And I said, if they come back to lose, you guys can blame me. Oh, wow. And the next thing, when he should have been running out the clock, Bobby orders up a pass that's intercepted in Florida State you know, marches the length of the field in less than a minute, and they lose. Um, so are you saying you jinx the cards? Because <laughs> it kind of sounds like you jinx the cards. Well, maybe. We're just trying to rationalize the whole situation over there. It's uh, H- Have you it's, actually it's gotten yourself to Fourth Street Live, uh, our title sponsor, by the way, to see the Coach Petrino radio show? Have you been able to do I, that and hear him talk about the team yet? I have not. I'm wondering, this would be a good week to go. It would be a good week. Bobby, it's, why did you not just run the ball? I think you could be the first person to ask that <laughs> I mean, question. I'm the only one that has that question, all right? Um, you know, it's tough, by the way, to ask an uncomfortable question, I think, sometimes. I mean, we both yeah. come from a, a journalism background. Well, those coaches background. are used to it. It's not like uh, you're, you're asking some business guy how much money you made. But it, it's still, it is tough. Uh, I, I will tell you, 4th Street Live, while we're on our, our sponsor, they did have a very successful event last week, the Louisville Live for basketball team went uh went gangbusters i hear i hear there was a great crowd and uh people are getting excited about basketball even though we're still in football yeah it's the way it used to be up in lexington because the football team was always terrible and they after they won- lost their fourth game all the uk fans started looking forward to basketball season yeah and you know i like basketball situations reversed i like do you, <laughs> we've do got you to have, look forward to basketball do you have here. a preference basketball over football oh i like football uh, primarily okay. because 
you know, I played football and okay. I like football. You you played football? Yes. At Western? No, no, at in high, school. high. Okay, but so you're a football player. Um, that's very cool. I didn't yeah. know that about you. Once you do that, you're always a a, a football, football player. player. I hear it. Well, that Coach Petrino show, by the way, uh, Sports and Social Club hosts it from six to seven, and it is this Wednesday, and they give two tickets to a football game away. So if you are in attendance, you are eligible for a two ticket giveaway. Wow! And to, it's and, and and if the team was any better, it'd be a big deal because they're playing a Friday night game. Okay, which is very unusual. Georgia Tech's coming in, and um, um, that's a team that uh, even these guys could beat, mm-hmm. possibly. <laughs> it's been a really rough year to be a Cardinal fan. I know. Before we lapse into sports talk, we better uh, move on to. Uh, yeah, we could we could, we, we could make this show into a sports show easily. Cause Compete we both with are your fans. husband. We're both fans. Um, by the way, Silver Dollar. Did you read about the ruckus at Silver Dollar? Yeah, an invasion of idiots. Uh, <laughs> I mean, did you watch the body cam? I I saw a uh, video a, a news video. Uh, of the event and uh, we probably should recap it for people that didn't know that right. a, a, a group called uh, I believe it's called the Democratic Socialist of America the DSA was, were the, was, yep. was having a meeting in mm-hmm. the patio there which is something that you know any group can do you can go to a restaurant and have a meeting right sure but of apparently these um, they call they themselves skidheads but they're white, white supremacists they said white nationalists white nationalists that's what, a quote that's a quote for idiot um, white nationalists people that i strongly disagree with and and like everybody that's my neighborhood so you know it, it is one of the most like uh, uh, uh prejudice-free yeah, neighborhoods say, in very the city chill. Yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. diversity in the in the neighborhood where i live and um the fact that these guys could come in and raise a ruckus what what they what, what was well, the well, pepper they, spray thing that's what i was gonna say so just regular old patrons like you or me could have been at the you know the bar at a table eating when you know the words started flying back and forth you know an exchange yeah. of a disagreement of ideas and uh this group pulled out pepper spray and just started spraying people in the restaurant, you know, pepper spray is like, by the way, if, if you're not targeted, if it's still around you, I mean, that stuff, have you ever had that in your eyes before? I have not. I only have one time, like, as like some idiot did it in a crowd, and that's why I know, like, a sprinkle of it got on my skin, and it, it really is, it's painful if it gets anywhere near your eyes. It's, it's pretty irritating. But anyway, they all spilled out into the street, and this was Friday night, and uh, the cops were called, I think the call out was like a disturbance. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they took it out onto the front lawn, and there were just it was a war of words. If you watch the body cam on the Louisville police right. officer, but but you know what the what? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, it's 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 a tough call for restaurants. I know there was a, a situation our friend Jason Smith told me about that uh, Molly Malone said, had had sent out an invitation. To somebody posing as Molly Molly Malone's, I think, sending out an invitation for a made Amer- make America great again rally at Molly's, and and. That was denounced by the uh, by the <laughs> by the people behind it. Yeah. I don't know the whole story, but I know if you get into uh, you know some of these extreme political groups, they want to meet at your restaurant. Uh, beware. Well, I don't think this was a planned activity. Uh, I think these this DSA group just showed up. Or, okay. Well, they were there meeting, but this other meeting. white other nationalist group found just out showed, about it, right? And then said, "Hey, we can go cause some I, trouble." I just feel sorry for 
everybody that was in there just having a burger and a beer and just got caught, caught up in that. Yeah. Well, that that's part of baloney. being in public. You know, you, you go out and you take your chances, but usually that stuff doesn't happen. Usually the, the biggest conflicts you get are like football games. Like we were expecting uh, two years ago when Florida State came in, the people in our section got in a big fight with Florida State fans, and it was fun and interesting, And but it was conflict. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you never know when you're going to walk into something like that. Well, um, I wanted to ask you before we go to break and come back with all the restaurant uh, news of the day, you went to the country of Iceland, did you not recently or a couple of years ago? It was sort of before it was the little darling destination. Uh, I went to Reykjavik. Yep. I've got to know how to pronounce that. Um, but this was back in probably 2006 or seven. So it was before it was sort of popular. Yeah, well, it was still popular. I, I, I've got a lot of great memories. We went on the... Uh, I went on the 4th of July, which is, to me, the perfect time to go because it never gets dark in Iceland on the 4th of July. So you had to wear a sleep mask? Because, well, yeah, the, the, the hotels up there have great blackout shades. Yeah. And so we got it dark for sleeping. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's so great to walk out and, and at 4 o'clock in the morning and get a hot dog while it's still light out. Okay, the only thing, though, <laughs> is if you went in July, you didn't see the northern lights. No. Yeah. No. We we were delighting in the light. It never got dark. It got that, that's, dusk. That's going to be, that had to have been weird, though. It was weird. Yeah. And uh, uh, in a cool way. It, weird. There's a lot of great stuff. You're going to love Iceland. Um, you know, I, I'm speaking of my experience 12 years ago, but um, the uh, landscape is, is spectacular. You're going to the hot springs, and right. that's, that's a thing. That that's is a good. thing. I went to, I remember. Wait, did you go to the hot springs? Yes, I did. Did were you naked? Uh, I think we I think we wore shorts. Okay, you because uh, they encourage everyone to like strip down booty ass naked, jump under uh, a shower because they don't want any impurities yeah. in the natural springs, and then just jump. I probably in. should remember that, but I you you <laughs> I probably don't. were in shorts. I I mean, and you would remember probably if you saw naked people, wouldn't you? I would think like a topless beach. You you remember that? I would think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, so I was what just, are you prepared for to go either way? Um, well, the thing is, it's going to be so cold, you know, when I'm riding Icelandic horses uh, throughout the the country. I know, but I have to get off a horse and off like, you know, horse gear. That's a lot of stuff to strip down. I mean, it's going to be cold, I guess, if I'm, if it's quick, if I'm quick, getting out is usually worse. Yeah. And there's this white crap you yeah, it's like yourself. clay, like yeah. clay. Yeah, it's you know, supposed, supposed to be, to be all good for your skin. healthy and stuff. So the thing is, I am excited about seeing the country. Uh, they say the country is about the size of Wichita, Kansas. I'm excited about the landscape more than anything because we're yeah. going to some not popular areas, which I think are going to be so fly. But I'm what I am a little concerned about is the cuisine. Hmm. Uh, it's very very expensive. Like a cocktail alone is twenty one dollars i mean like that's average and because it's an island right but it's a lot of weird a lot of weird fish type stuff like wow. like weird stuff i know i'm glad i didn't do my research before i went like you're doing I, well you know I me know. i'm like the icelandic encyclopedia now but this did you have fermented shark i didn't i had a a, a memorable dinner of lobster is the best i've ever had in my life and uh you know, we were paying, th- I'll warn you this, we were paying in uh, whatever their ISK. current mm-hmm. currency is up there. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how much it was <laughs> until I got back. <laughs> you thought it was what? Like, well, how much was it in American? Do you remember? 
it was at least 200 okay that sounds you know, right it was it was up there and but but I'll, I'll never forget it. it was it was really good the other delicacy there you have to have in the middle of the night are their uh, street hot dogs okay i read all about that and their hot dogs are not like our they're hot not. dogs they're, they're long and they put a lot of different stuff on them yes yes but they're not like the same meats like they don't yeah it's a yeah. different hot dog, I understand. It looks the sort of, same. It looks I the I same. I don't know. But it is you tasty. do much better research than me. Well, I'm going to eat the hot dog, but the one thing I'm on the fence about is the fermented shark, which is a traditional Icelandic specialty, and they serve it with a shot of schnapps. And most people cool. say, though, it smells awful, and it tastes pretty gross, too. Um, <laughs> the, the, the urban myth is that you know they get the shark, they bury it, they urinate on it, and then they let it rot for months, and then they bring it back. But... You know, upon further review, um, it is fermented. It's not urinating. <laughs> it's buried, though, for months to get rid of that acid You had me in the until flesh. the uh, let it rot stuff. I, I usually don't eat stuff that is. <laughs> well, there's some back cart parts of my fridge at home. Yeah. That, that there's stuff that's, that's rotting. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't look, get back there very much. Rick, I'm going to blog and take pictures and have a lot to report when I get back about well, the foods and and whatever I drink over there. All right, so be ready okay. for that. You're gonna have to save some time. But but, but and and you, you remember the basics. You know, Greenland's the one that's cold. Iceland's not as not as uninhabitable as as Greenland. So yes, I'm gonna bring layers. <laughs> yeah. my, as my husband said, it, it ain't no fashion show, you, babe. You, you got a tiny little suitcase, fashion. and you know yeah, they're you're gonna, going with girls, so it, uh, you don't have to be so fashionable. <laughs> But we'll see. <laughs> anyway, stay with us. We have uh, more Eat, Drink, Talk coming up. All the restaurant news and updates for our friends in Louisville and Southern Indiana. We'll be right back after this. If you're looking for quality food, fun bars, and several nightlife hotspots, 4th Street Live is the place for you. Not only is it located in the heart of downtown Louisville, but each of these venues are just a few steps apart. Come enjoy an afternoon meal with your family, watch the next big game, or bring your friends for a fun night out. Head over to 4th Street Live and see for yourself. All right, and we are back at Eat, Drink, Talk, talking about the things we like to do best, eating and drinking and talking, and the things, and doing that in Louisville, and, and Carolyn, you know, this is a big weekend around here. Yeah. Because only only in Louisville will, uh, they, they, they let schools out for a uh, art festival. Oh, St. Uh, James. St. James Court Art Fair is going on. Um, this weekend, and a lot of people have traditional plans, things they do every year mm-hmm. around that. Um, oh, Louisville's often overlooked spot for uh, food, though. You know. Yes, well, those out-of-towners that have never been to St. James before, they find that out pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, they do. You, you eat the the uh, the stuff at the food trucks and the things on site. But uh, I, I got a friend, Dan Borsch, who, who runs three uh, cool little spots in Old Louisville. Uh, have you ever been to the tavern? Yes, I like it. It's it's really good. It's I, at, I think Fourth and Galbert, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, great food there. Great atmosphere. Uh, he runs. He also runs a uh, a, a pizza hall called um, Old Louisville Pizza. It's on the corner of First and near the Seafood Lady, which is another Old Louisville spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you probably really don't know this. I I, I would test my. I knowledge. would guess you haven't been there, but give it to me. Burger Boy. Nope. And <laughs> I love a cheeseburger. Well, it's a 24-7 place on the corner of First and I think uh, Floyd or Brook. And um, been there forever. It's like uh, what White Castle would be if it wasn't a chain. 
Mm, now you've got me. It's, it's it's all good. I went in there with my son Luke uh, a few months ago, but but mm. uh, it's Dan uh, Dan Borsch is is a great supporter booster of Old Louisville, and uh, there's some other restaurants around there. Uh, so if you're going to St. James Court Art Fair, you don't have to go some other part of town to eat. I usually eat there. Yeah, but I dr- I drink too like yeah. bloody mary's i usually go on sunday with my dad it's there's sort of some, a tradition there's some places i haven't been in 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 the old louisville like near the seafood lady there's a bar on the corner and there's a there's a a place at third and oak that uh i i look that looks very interesting from the outside so um what's it, you don't, don't know. you don't know what it's called you just kind of have no. the visual on it that's yeah. okay yeah all right so uh anyway a lot, a lot of places to try and there's some great like there's a soul food place at uh in uh in in like the Garvin Gate area, mm-hmm. so um, you know it's good to like explore different parts of town. Uh, if you, you know, places you don't live, and yeah, you're going down to do something. Hey, let's let's try a restaurant over here. Well, I like your three recommendations. Yeah, Burger Boy. I ate. Um, I you know where I ate lunch. Where? I think you've been there, but you like it. I ate the, my eat of the week is at Lonnie's Taste of Chicago. Oh yeah. I right just, around the corner from here in St. Matthews. Exactly. It's on St. Matthews Avenue right next to Trinity. But I just, I don't know what it was, but I don't, I had a hankering for a hot dog. I mean, <laughs> I know that. hungry. Must have I mean, and I just, I had literally had, it was called a Wabash chili dog. So it was just like a pure beef on a poppy seed bun with homemade chili and yellow mustard and diced onions, four bucks and a glass of water. And it filled me up and it was <laughs> tasty. 323 calories, yo. Oh man, is that uh, is that bad or good? I don't even know about calories. I have no idea. I don't. I've never been that person. Uh, you probably are better at that than me about this well, whole caloric intake thing. Yeah, I, I well, I, you know, I don't do the scientific thing. I know a lot of people who like really do that. I have lost the weight I've lost just by using logic. And when I go to a place, ordering the thing that looks the most like fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and not meat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in fact, that's what I did. You know. Uh, if you go to breakfast on Sunday in this town, there's a lot of places where you can go and wait an hour or, or, or yes. something. And, and and then there's the other thing is to go to the the waffle houses of the world or something like that, and you get you know pretty plain food. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but you it, know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Yeah. And all that. Well, I, I didn't want to do either of those options on Sunday, and uh, Paul and I went to Conhuevos. Ooh. And, and I know you've been there yes, when I'm, they first opened. Right. Uh, they seem to have it down now. Oh, I had good. a dish that I'm going to put a picture of up on our site. It is uh, Mama de Burrito. There's no meat in it. Uh, you can get meat in it, but I didn't. It's a uh, it's a veggie concoction. It's a burrito with eggs and and vegetables, and uh, it's just the flavors mm. that they put in it. It's 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 special. You know, it's it's not your average shovel in some food because I'm hungover breakfast dish. Wait, so you, but you had a burrito for breakfast. Yeah, but it's a breakfast burrito. Well, what made it breakfasty? The eggs were inside. Oh, I didn't know there were eggs in there. Sorry. <laughs> I When I looked at your picture, it didn't, I didn't see eggs. Yeah, they're in there. Okay. And there's a, the, they put a lot of cheese in oh, it, which well, is probably not sure. as healthy as it, as it could be. But I did see the, the cheese dripping out of it and that looked yeah. so good. It was healthier than the uh, French toast that Paula got, I think. Did you have a bite of a French toast? Oh, yeah. Was it like the really thick oh, yeah. like oh, bread? Yeah. Oh, that sounds I, so I'm good. I'm thinking this is terrible for me. So, <laughs> but I did it and uh, survived it. And, and I just, you know, it, it just reinforces my idea that uh, if, you, if you're going to go out to eat, like try to make it special. Try to do something mm-hmm. 
unusual. Don't go to yeah. Bob Evans right, or, or, right. Shoney's or, or Cracker Barrel. That's even still around. That. Um, Bougie Biscuits just opened. They, they're a breakfast place on Frankfurt. I should try that. I could walk that's, there. That's what I'm saying. That's quickly near from your, my place. Yeah. I passed by it, and um, I don't know a lot about it. but um, You should saunter in there and check it out. Yes, next time I'm out sauntering. And, yeah, the next uh, time you're out sauntering. <laughs> that'll be what I do. Um, I've walked down from the, from my place to the corner down at the, the uh, to the Melwood Tavern down at the corner. So it's in between there. Yeah. Uh, our friends at Grassagrama, Kevin Grangier and his group, they, by the way, are set to open. About time. Second week in November. Okay. That's it. They might open the first week in November, but more likely the second week in November. So I saw some delectable pictures on Facebook of people that were invited to taste the menu items as they pare it down before they go to print on the menus. You know what I thought? You thought... Where are our invitations to that? That is so what I thought. <laughs> I thought, how would you not invite us to come eat your food and talk about it? Maybe they, they were worried that we'd say something negative. I don't know. That's shocking. But, ge- but yeah. guess what? I gave them the business, and now we're going to some special event before it opens. Oh, good. So how's that sound? Well, I like, I like going to those type things. I know you do. <laughs> We've had some fun together. I mean, I'm still getting over bourbon and beyond with you. Well, yeah, a lot of people are still getting over that. <laughs> God, that place is champion. I mean, that they're in a world of hurt, man. You know, the thing that irritated me about that whole thing was was those people in the city who criticized those guys for having it down there at Champions Park, and and they want it moved because they they don't want to mess up the park. You know, and you know we had Bourbon Beyond guest here, and, mm-hmm. and, and and like those people that are criticizing don't realizing that the whole Danny Wimmer presents crew. Mm-hmm. Are, are, is part of their contract to have this this thing for the next 10 years down there. It's at least a half a million dollars of investment in the park. Oh, yeah. Which, except for the weekends that you're having the festival, is free for anybody to use. And right. And it's a great spot. You're saying that news was buried about what they were doing to invest in the well, city and I, Champions Park, aside from the revenue that they were going to make from Bourbon and Beyond and Louder Than Life. Right. And, the, and they took the hit. They, they lost all this money, and, and you didn't see them whining about it. No, you did not. You know, they, they took like, their licks and said, they, they damn said, it, this is can't unfortunate. Can't wait till next year. But, yep, chin up. Chin up. I we'll, love their we'll, attitude. We'll be great next year, and we add in country music and all that. So Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. Don't be misled and think that that's a bad thing for the city, that all this money's coming in for these three festivals a year. There you that's go. That's my soapbox. That's your, are you ready to get off that soapbox? I get, I get, I get excited sometimes. About I things. know you do. You're, you're a vocal, opinionated person. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I do have some other interesting news. Tell me some that, more news. Uh, that it's, al- say it's almost a teaser because I'm not sure how much I'm actually allowed to reveal. Well... So air on the side of revealing more. I know. <laughs> um, so executive chef and owner of Butchertown Grocery, you know, I'm, I'm those are my buds. Our pal, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Benjamin. And, and his, Nick, who was here Nick. last week. Yep. But they are on their way back from Columbia, South America today. Like, really? li- yeah, literally. They Drug get, deal? Not a drug deal, oh, okay. although who knows what they were partaking in while they were there. <laughs> we'll have to find that out. But they have been on an expedition to elevate their coffee program did you know that i did not know that so it's like oops sorry i just jacked up that microphone but they are expanding and creating a bean to bar program Hmm. and so they were over there at 
like testing coffee beans and going to auction to pick the right ones. Wow. And then they bid on them. And then they ship them back to Louisville. And then I think they get here in six to eight weeks. But he's going to talk more about that. But it's like, you know, they fly into a grassy field and then take a wine. I've seen that in the movies, but it's always involving drugs. Hopefully that that was not part of of the expedition. But So is is the result going to be that the coffee's like better at Butchertown Grocery? Will we want to be going there like? during the day and i mean and apparently it's stuff. gonna be like out of this world make your mouth mel- meld eyes water knees you know knock kind of coffee <laughs> which they're going to incorporate into drinks and just coffee but also they're going to use them to like do the rub on pork chops and other amazing dishes ah. that are part of the new menu Okay. Uh, they'll hopefully be rolled out around Breeders' Cup. So, um, but apparently there is another angle to the story, which I'm not, I don't have all the details, but they bonded with some farmers there and are coming back to Louisville feeling extremely fortunate that they are living in America. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that they brought over some products from Louisville to give to them too that the farmers were not expecting. And, you know, so okay. there's a well, sounds like it was a bit of a an, an emotional expedition for them as well. So stay tuned for more on that. Okay, that sounds uh, that sounds very cool. So so you got any other uh, things going on in town? Um, I'm actually uh, no, not really. I'm actually off to Houston. Houston. I'm working in Texas. I don't know. If it, is it still hot there? Hot and humid? I mean, it's so lovely in Louisville. Is Louisville. it ever not? I, yeah, I think <laughs> I it cools know. down a little bit, but it's, I don't know. But yeah, that's my, I'm I'm off to work, so I'll, I'll bid you farewell. And Okay, you're going to miss the uh, Halloween parade in the Highlands. Wait, what day Saturday. is it? Oh, I'll be back. Okay. I'll be okay. back. So yeah, what what's and happening could, this weekend? Let's you go could over also, that. Well, you could do that during the day. That's at, that's at noon. And it's, you know, it's always a, a parade in the Highlands. Come on. That's good. That's, that, that's always the, something to watch. Right. Yeah. People <laughs> watching it. It doesn't have to be an organized or parade. Or whatever. And then there is uh, uh, the uh, 37th Annual Bourbon Bash is a fundraiser for the uh, Kentucky Museum of Arts and Crafts. That's sun- Saturday night. Okay. It's a big uh, posh Is that, that kid friendly? I do not know that. Okay, uh, I would say not. Eight to oh. midnight, bourbon ah. heavy ah. thing. Kentucky okay. Peerless. Uh, my friends over there at Kentucky Peerless are the uh, sponsor of that. But there's a whole lot of uh, uh, bourbon companies participating in this event. So it's okay. it's one of the big fundraisers of the year, um, and it relates to bourbon. So mm. it's got to be good, right? Well, also the Strawson Fest is this weekend at Four Street Live. Our friends at Four Street Live. So. Yeah, October fifth and sixth. Celebrate German heritage. Let's do the duck dance right now. Well, it's not okay, but we can do. I'm sure you'll get an opportunity to do it if you go down to Four Street Live on listen Saturday. I'm telling you right now, I I did a lot this past weekend more than I do normally. I packed it in, and the following weekend, I am doing Strassenfest one day, and I am doing St. James one day. Wow. So quite ambitious. I am. And both are kind of kid friendly. I always invite my kids. You know, they always decline because yeah. they're young teenage well, they're girls at, now. They're, they're, I'm not they're cool anymore. Yeah. Whatever. What was that thing in the news? Uh, the, 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 thing, <laughs> the, the, the one anecdote, let's not even get into talking about Dr. Blasey Ford, but um, the one anecdote yeah. she said about what she remembers was going into that grocery store and going into a different door because she didn't want to be seen with her mother. 
so telling. So <laughs> that's what you're up against. <laughs> kind of. The, 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 the youngest is just like I'm right on the edge of being edged out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you used anyway, to be cool. I know. And you're not anymore. But all their friends think I'm cool. But that well, even irritates them more. So yeah, you got to right. you got to get the friends of of your kids to uh, to like it. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh huh. All right. Well, uh, this is this has been another fantastic edition of Eat Drink Talk. Thank you to our sponsor, Four Street Live, and Rick. I will see you this weekend outside the studio, maybe, and I'll see you back in the studio next week for more Eat Drink Talk. You never know, do you? Uh, have fun out there, and uh, Eat Drink Talk will return. Catch up on the city's restaurant scene every day by visiting eatdrinktalk.net.